MDOT presents the Extra Mile Podcast, Legislative Session. Welcome in to another edition of the Extra Mile Podcast, Legislative Session. I'm your host, Paul Catul. I'm here with my co-host, Will Kraft. And today we have the chairman of the Transportation Committee uh, in the Mississippi House of Representatives, Charles, Bus- Charles Busby. And uh, we're so happy to have you here today. Uh, Chairman Busby assumed office in 2012 and represents District 111 in Jackson County. And we're so happy to have you here today. Well, thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. Will, I appreciate the, appreciate the invitation. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Well, uh, Mr. Chairman, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you kind of got involved in politics and what drove you to run. Well, um, I, I had the good fortune of having now Secretary of State Michael Watson uh, working with me uh, back in, in uh, uh, 2008, 2009, and he was, uh, he was pretty adamant that he thought that, that I would make a, a reasonable legislator. Uh, so he, he talked about the need uh, for business-minded people in, in the legislator, uh, legislature, and uh, I looked into it and decided that, that I thought that was something that, that maybe I could help with and uh, decided to make that run. I really enjoyed it. It's such an honor to, to represent the people of Jackson County, and uh, I hope I'm doing them a halfway decent job. I try. It's a, it's a real honor to, to represent them. Absolutely. As far as we're concerned, you are um, very much so. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, right, engineering background? Yes, sir. Uh, I have a degree in mechanical engineering and about 20 years ago. As a matter of fact, this, uh, this in 2021, we celebrated 20 years in business. Uh, nice. I have uh, an engineering firm known as Orion Engineering. We work uh, almost exclusively in the private sector. I uh, work in uh, oil refineries and chemical plants and petrochemical facilities and specialty chemical facilities and things like that across the southeast from uh, from Georgia to Texas and as far north as West Virginia. Oh, wow. I sure. didn't realize it was that, that big. Okay. <laughs> well, and uh, as Paul mentioned, we're in the, in the thick of the legislative session here about two and a half weeks in. Um, obviously, there's a laundry list of measures that have already been dropped and are going through. Uh, any major important transportation things that are jumping out at you right now? Well, I think uh, I, I think if, as we look at federal monies that have has come in, um, uh, you know, we we've got to take care of those responsibly. ARPA money plus the uh, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act that came through, as you guys know, not not telling you anything, but perhaps telling our audience a little bit. It's just simply a reauthorization of existing federal programs for the next five years, with an extra billion dollars in there. So I, I think it, it is, it, it's on me and uh, my counterpart in the Senate, uh, Senator Branning, to, uh, to see how we can uh, creatively find the 20% match that's required for this additional billion dollars of federal money. So if, uh, all those projects are 80-20 match. So we need to be able to find an additional $200 million to, to capture that billion dollars in federal money over the next five years. And then working with uh, the executive director here at MDOT and the commission on establishing what the priorities ought to be for those dollars uh, over the next three to five years, looking at those areas that, that are really in need of capacity increases, which is something that we somewhat had a moratorium on over the past several years because of the lack of funding. 
Uh, Chairman Busby, uh, you touched on a little bit, but can you talk about any kind of hurdles that we have right now that we need to jump through to kind of advance transportation infrastructure in the state of Mississippi? Well, Paul, I, I, it's, it's kind of tough. I, I don't think I'd like to be a commissioner right now because of, of how things are changing. Um, as we move towards autonomous vehicles, what do those roadways need to look like? How to uh, limited access roadways that are needed across the state in order to support autonomous vehicles. Now, most people don't have an autonomous vehicle, but in the, the groups that I run in and the people that are looking forward for into the future of what the infrastructure looks like, we know they're, they're coming. They're right on our doorstep. And if we don't have limited access roadways to support those, then we're not going to be able to attract those people that are, that are driving those vehicles. Um, you know, little things like uh, uh, the, the unmanned delivery systems of, of uh, Amazon and, and UPS and FedEx, those things that, that we need to be looking at. And then as car manufacturers or start to move away from internal combustion engines and the the utilization of fossil fuels goes down while you know I'm not telling you guys anything MDOT is a special fund agency when you guys come over and get your appropriations bill every year it's not that we're taking money out of the general fund we're simply giving you permission to spend the dollars that come in through those specific uh, uh, revenue streams and so those revenue streams, I think, are going to begin, well, they've already started, as a matter of fact. They've already started to go down. So we have to look at a different taxing mechanism in order to fund our roads and bridges. Uh, you, I think Ford has said that they're not going to build an internal combustion engine after 2030. GM's right behind them. We already are seeing an uptick in electric vehicles. I think we'll probably see another uptick in, in fuel cell vehicles. Uh, so um, we're going to have to change the where we get our money from. And now, fortunately, with uh, some forward-thinking folks in the legislature about, I guess, about four years ago, in 2018, uh, we put a tax on electric vehicles, electric and hybrids. Mm -hmm. uh, thank goodness that we that we did that because uh, that's that's going to fill in the blank a little bit. I hope. It's crazy to think about. I mean, it really doesn't seem that long ago in my head that folks were talking about EVs coming, and we're seeing more and more and more, and you've got the Rivian coming out, you know, and Ford, and they're lightning, and it's coming much more mainstream. I think you're right on point that not far behind it is going to be the autonomous wave. Well, I think autonomous might actually uh, be ahead of it. Could be. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it could actually be ahead of it. You know, the, the folks that – uh, that I, I talk with in my transportation circles, uh, we've been talking about autonomous vehicles for about six years. Uh, since I became, I've been chairman of, of this committee for this is my seventh year, and uh, and since I've been in it, we've been talking about autonomous vehicles. And, you know, it, it, it would still be, I think it would be very beneficial to us to have that uh, another, or I say another as if we currently have one, uh, a good uh, limited access roadway from the coast all the way to the Tennessee line, and and we need it for evac for hurricane evacuation from the coast as well, and we got a number of companies, uh, especially in the north part of the state, who who need it, and uh, like uh, Highway 15 going through Ripley, Tippa County, you know that certainly needs to be four lane, could be a limited access roadway, uh, and we could take 15 from from the coast 
all the way to the Tennessee line, I believe, and make that a good limited access route from one end of the state to the other. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be very nice. Well, and again, you talked about, uh, you know, thankfully having the foresight to, to plan ahead and think about some uh, needs moving forward. Uh, much in that same line of thought in 2018, the, the special session, um, legislature crafted the Emergency Road and Bridge Program. Uh, we got sports betting in Mississippi. We got the lottery. Uh, and then we also got the use tax. You know, we, not MDOT, get with the use tax, but that going to locals. But I think just exactly what you're saying right there is trying to address these issues on the roadway right now uh, as much as possible. And I know you can speak to the, the success of the Emergency Road and Bridge Project. Yes, I, I, I can. I'm, I'm so proud of that program. Uh, and I'm, I'm so thankful of uh, Speaker Gunn supporting me on this, uh, Representative Lamar supporting me on this, Representative White supporting me on this. Because in 2018, I refused to sign the appropriations bill for MDOT in the regular session. I didn't feel like that we had done anything to address our roads and bridges, so we had the 2018 special session where we found, we found some things to do. Now, when Speaker Gunn appointed me to this position, uh, I went around the state and I looked at road and bridge conditions across the state. I came back and reported that we have a lot of issues on the state system, and we do, and we did. Uh, they're being addressed. However, I said our state system the issues on our state system pale in comparison to that that I see on the county systems. Uh, and it wasn't six months later that we got the call from Washington about shutting our bridges. That's now. right. Um, so it was, it was imperative. It was ab absolutely imperative that we do something. And uh, it was a good idea to, to take the, the gaming sinking fund, what was left of that, that uh, annual revenue stream, that had not been committed and uh, do a $250 million bond and create the emergency road and bridge program. It's been very successful. We found another way to put another round through there, another $100 million through there last year. And uh, I'm looking for an additional 350 this year to All do right. it again. And I think, I think the, uh, the, the harvest permit bill that we passed last year that increased the weight of the harvest permit, I think everyone knew that there was going to be a cost associated sure. with that with that uh, change in legislation, and sure enough, that turned out to be the case. I think the number I get from MDOT from the state system shows me 46 or 56 bridges that are impacted by that at a cost of 231 million dollars that we got to find. <clears throat> and then I don't remember the number from state aid, but it's it's a it's a significant number too. And then you still got the county systems that you got to deal with. On those bridges, I, I just I have to question whether or not we are really helping our, our farmers and our loggers out if we if we allow the extra weight, but we don't repair the bridges so that the bridges get posted, and we cause them to have to go 20 or 30 miles out of their right. way to avoid those bridges. I don't know that we've done them a lot of good. I understand. That's a good thought. Yeah. All right, Chairman Busby, well, I want to give you an opportunity to take things back home to Jackson County. Are there any projects down there, down south, that you would want to shout out and, and talk about? Sure. Yeah. One uh, one of the most important ones I think we have is the replacement of the Roy Cumbus Bridge across the Pascoe River on Wade Van Cleve Road. Uh, it's going to create a tremendous detour while it's down, but uh, uh, we we need to get that done. It is the only passage across the Pascagoula River from I-10 to Highway 98, 
or Highway 26, I should say, 26 does it too. So it's a significant detour for our citizens there, and but the bridge has got to be replaced, and there's no other way to do it. Um, but I'm happy that was part of the ERVR program uh, to get that funded. So proud to do that, <clears throat> and then I'm hoping that as we look into capacity projects uh, going forward, that uh, we'll take a good look at uh, that section of Highway 90 from Highway 57 west into Ocean Springs. It is a tremendous log jam right there and um, really tough on businesses in that area and tough on the residents and I'm hoping we can take a look at that. And then we've, we've had some some uh, some refurbishment of Highway 90 along uh, along uh, Pascagoula there to, to meet uh, federal highway safety recommendations, uh, and that that's coming along well. Lots of lots of cars on the road down there in, in Jackson County, the coast. Uh, do you want to go through any bills, highlight any bills while while we have you? I do. Th I think it would be interesting for uh, our audience to hear the kinds of things that come into the transportation committee. It's kind of weird. It's it's not all just highways, so. <laughs> If we could talk about a few of those, uh, uh, right off the off the bat, we got one from uh, from Representative Randy Rushing from Newton County uh, to increase the state aid system to, to increase the mileage That's on right. state aid. We've got several here to require that headlights be on whenever windshield wipers on. Now, for the most part, cars these days have headlights that are automatic, but there are some. And uh, a couple of our members have had some close encounters because headlights weren't on during rain events. So, you know, and another one here that <clears throat> that always comes up. It's it it's perennial. It it comes every year. And may, many of our citizens may not even know this, but our sheriffs are not allowed to have radar. So, it, without doubt, every year I'm going to get a bill that says allow our sheriffs to have radar. And every year it's probably gonna get voted down. And, and I, I was ignorant of this issue when I first became chairman and, uh, and kind of waded off into the water a little deeper than I should have <laughs> and almost drowned in it. But um, I, I, didn't, I didn't even really recognize that our sheriffs didn't have radar. Uh, we didn't either. And then uh, people point out to me, well, our sheriffs are, are elected officials and we don't want radar to be used as a political tool. And I went, okay, all right. Well, that, that makes a little bit of sense to me. And then um, off-road vehicles. We had a bill last year that drew a line between motorcycles and electric bicycles to make sure that electric bicycles were considered bicycles and not motorcycles. Uh, we have bills for autonomous vehicles on trucks to allow trucks to follow at a, at a distance where the, the truck behind the lead truck is taking electronic signals from the lead truck for braking and acceleration. Uh, railroad crossings, uh, anything to do with licenses comes to us. Uh, and then all of the memorial highways, if someone that uh, has had a significant impact on the state, has passed away, and they want uh, to uh, name a portion of the highway after them. That always comes to, uh, to transportation as well as, as funding for, for those things as well. Um, so that's, that's just a, a taste of, of some of the things that we get in the committee. Kind of across the board of different topics and, and for every situation. <laughs> oh, and, and another one that, that surprises me all the time, and I've gotten it for the past few years, is outdoor advertising. Billboards. So billboards also fall 
under our purview in that committee, and uh, I know absolutely nothing about them. So I, I think I'm learning, though. I've spent a considerable amount of time reading those regulations, and I don't think I could regurgitate a single one right now. It's uh, I think it's about 48 pages of, of combing through there. Mm -hmm. um, and then outdoor ads gets a little bit contentious as well, as you, you know, mentioned. But as, as we go back to uh, what we'll be chasing this year, again, uh, one of the things that we have not touched on in this interview is ARPA. So uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be working on that as well. You know, certain $1.8 billion coming to the state that, that I'm hoping we can use a lot of that for, um, for, for roads and bridges. And we're, we're going to have to address pay for our MDOT employees. I think, uh, you know, Chairman Bennett, who chairs the, the House Education Committee, and his team did an excellent job of putting together a teacher pay raise package. Proud to see that. I think it's a long-term solution to a problem whether to keep us from having to revisit that uh, every year. I think they did a great job, and uh, I think we need something similar for our MDOT employees. Um, uh, we appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, the, 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 we we're, losing, we're losing a lot of our engineers, but at the same time, we're losing maintenance guys. We're losing everybody from, from district engineers to the people that cut the grass. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's important that we're, we're going to we need to address that. I think we very much so appreciate that. Certainly. Um, kind of the last two thoughts here. Uh, um, one, a uh, little bit out of the box, but, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about transportation. You obviously spent a lot of time traveling the state, seeing different things, stopping in. Is there any local uh, watering hole, stop in, got to, every time you're passing through there, I've got to stop in here and get a bite to eat. You know, just some place that's special maybe to you or for whatever reason that you want to give a shout-out? You know, uh, as I, right as you finish the construction on 49, as soon as you clear the construction south on 49, there's country meats over there on the yes. left-hand side. Uh, I love those guys. And uh, they, they got some great stuff in there. I love to drop in there and then pick up a little something on the way home to throw on the grill as I'm going home on the weekend. That's a, that's a pretty cool place. And then, you know, i got to give a shout-out to the folks down home. Absolutely. You know, Bozo's Seafood in Pascagoula is just the best po' boy on the face of the planet. Oh, they just don't get any better. Uh, my, my friends at Paradise Grill, I think, got the best muffalata. They beat the muffaladas in a, in a, even in New Orleans to me. Wow. And uh, uh, my friends at Brady's. Great place down in Pascagoula. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a pretty cool place. Happy to Absolutely. happy to see all the things that are happening in downtown Pascagoula. You know, we've we've got a lot of movement down there, and uh, all my colleagues in the house have been very helpful with that, and uh, we we really appreciate all their support and help. Well, just to wrap things up here, uh, Mr. Chairman, sir, and thank you. But uh, if folks out there listening would like to get in touch with you or kind of learn more about your office and day-to-day -day activities or what you got going on, how can they get in touch with you? Well, they can call the Capitol. They can look at, uh, at the roster. If they'll go to the Mississippi Legislature website, you can look at the roster there, and you can get the address and phone number at the Capitol and a lot of times personal phone numbers. My personal phone number is listed right there. I'm not trying to hide from anybody. Uh, so the, my, my office number at the Capitol is there, and my personal phone number is there. Uh, if anyone would like to, to call me, obviously my email is there as well. We all have the same structure of email, cbusby at house.ms.gov. And uh, 
I, I welcome hearing from, from any and all constituents across the state. And I imagine that phone line stays pretty busy, and those emails are, are continuously coming in. So bear with them, guys, if you're trying to get in touch with the chairman here. Yeah, thanks for that, Will. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, Chairman Busby, we want to thank you so much. Very insightful conversation today. I know you're a busy guy. To our listeners out there, thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more episodes of the Extra Mile Podcast Legislative Session, be sure to subscribe or download wherever podcasts can be found. And actually, you can now watch each episode of The Extra Mile. Uh, Just search Mississippi Department of Transportation on YouTube. And remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. That handle is at MississippiDOT. And as always, remember to drive smart out there on Mississippi highways. 